Escape back next week. See Bye-bye. ya. RT8K News. It's one o'clock, I'm Jim Lewis. The top stories. John Lee wins the chief executive election after securing just over 99% of the votes from the almost 1,500 strong election committee. Those who voted for Mr Lee say they're confident that the former chief secretary is capable of tackling some of Hong Kong's most pressing problems. And Shanghai continues to see a drop in COVID infections. Sole candidate John Lee has been declared the winner in the chief executive election. He secured 99%, or 1,416 votes, among the 1,428 election committee members who cast their ballots. Eight members voted against him. Here's returning officer Mr Justice Keith Young declaring Mr Lee's victory. The only candidate, Mr John Lee Ka-Chiu, number of support votes given to the candidate is 1,416 and number of not support votes given to the candidate is eight. I hereby declare that the only candidate, Mr. John D. Carchill, is returned in the above-mentioned election. Congratulations. Mr. Lee will take over from Carrie Lam and be sworn in as Hong Kong's sixth-term chief executive on July the 1st. In a short speech following the announcement of his election victory, John Lee said he thanked all members of the election committee, regardless of whether they had voted for him or not, because they had supported the election by casting their ballots. I thank everyone for their support and encouragement. The CE election is important to me personally, but today is also Mother's Day, Buddha's birthday and World Red Cross Day so we can all happily welcome a historical day. The CE designate then welcomed his wife, Janet, and his campaign team up on stage before he presented his wife with a bouquet of flowers to mark Mother's Day. Chief Executive Carrie Lam, for her part, congratulated Mr Lee for winning the election. She said in a statement that her administration will ensure a seamless transition with the CE-elect and offer all the necessary support. Many election committee members spoke of their expectations for John Lee once he takes the helm. DAB chairwoman Starry Lee says she hopes that Mr Lee will be able to lead Hong Kong out of the pandemic and help the economy recover. I think most of the Hong Kong people will respect the election result today and uh, all people were looking forward for a new chapter of Hong Kong because we have experienced a lot over the past years. We hope that John can lead Hong Kong especially to successfully fight against the pandemic so that we can resume our normal life and we want to see our economy recover speedily. Basic Law Committee Vice Chairwoman Maria Tam says she's confident Mr Lee can help address some of Hong Kong's most pressing issues, adding that she believes he has strong public support. I'm not seeing a lot of adverse comments. And actually, people understand that he's been serving Hong Kong for 40 years and uh, have done a great job in his post. And also, we know very well what kind of problem we're facing. So as far as the issues that he has to deal with is concerned, it's very clear. And we believe he's got the leadership to solve all these problems as much as he can. Former Independent Police Complaints Council Chairman Anthony Neo says he hopes John Lee can mend the social rift going forward. One of the most important underlying messages in his platform is that we start a new page. We are in a new point of history. And it is important that we should all really gather around this new platform and ensure that we have a society which is in harmony, loving the country and loving Hong Kong. 
Third Side lawmaker Tik Chi Yoon, who claims to be non-establishment, also stressed the need for unity. In the future, cooperation is important. In the past, we have a different voice and then we cannot come together. So it will not benefit to Hong Kong development. So at this moment, we support uh, Mr. Lee. We want to demonstrate that different opinion, different voice can come together and join hands to, to work for the benefit of Hong Kong. And Executive Councillor Ronnie Tong says he hopes John Lee will restart political reform after he's elected. Now that uh, we are more or less finished our work in relation to national security, when we have uh, you know, done sufficient work to recover from our economy downturn, I think it is time perhaps to you know, look uh, into the question of political reform again. And a quick look at the weather. Many cloudy with sunny intervals and a high of about 28 degrees and one or two showers later on. Uh, the temperature currently is at 27 degrees Celsius and relative humidity is at 54%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. Shanghai has reported a drop in new COVID-19 infections as well as eight additional deaths. The business hub accounted for 215 of the 319 new symptomatic cases on the mainland, down from 253 on Friday. The city also reported fewer local asymptomatic infections. The former jailed Brazilian leader, Luiz Inácio Lula da Silva, has launched his campaign for October's presidential election, promising to rebuild Brazil. Lula led the Workers' Party to victory in 2003 and presided over an economic boom. He left office seven years later with huge popular support. Addressing a rally in Sao Paulo, Lula said he was ready to transform Brazil after what he called the disastrous administration of the current president, Jair Bolsonaro. We need to put Brazil back among the best economies in the world. We need to reverse the slowing process of deindustrialization of the country and create an environment of political, economic and institutional stability that encourages business people to invest again in Brazil with a guarantee of a safe and fair return for them, for the country and the working people. Ukraine and Russia say the evacuation of civilians from the besieged Avastal steelworks in Mariupol has been completed. Ukraine said all elderly people, women and children had been taken to safety. These evacuees spoke to reporters when they arrived in Benzimin, near the border with Russia. I was going to the market when I saw a large crowd of people and they said to me that there was a possibility of going to Zaporizhia. I was so excited. I had nothing with me except this bag. For two weeks we have been living in a basement. Then we heard about an evacuation to Zaporizhia and we came to the mall in Mariupol. Eight children were sitting in a basement for two weeks without water, bread, nothing. We will see if someone will help us. Sport now. And Liverpool have dropped points again in their Premier League title bid. They were held to a one-all draw at home by Tottenham. Still, manager Jurgen Klopp says he was proud of Liverpool's performance as they pursue an unprecedented quadruple. Yeah, it's of course now not easy to take, but it's we will take that. So it was clear some, something like this could happen. Clear, and the, the game tonight was not unlikely to be the game. Um, with all respect to all the other opponents, because now already in three days we play Aston Villa, which will be incredibly difficult as well, and stay there with the atmosphere and all this, all these kind of things. Um, but I'm we. We're obviously disappointed, but I'm really proud of the mentality we showed. 
Chelsea wasted a two-goal lead to draw 2-2 with Wolves as their prospective owner, Todd Burley, looked on at Stamford Bridge. After Romelu Lukaku scored twice for the Blues, Wolves substitute Francisco Trincao found the back of the net in the 79th minute and Connor Cody headed home with almost the last touch of the match. Incredible, incredible. I think it's something where... We spoke and we, we, we've said to ourselves we wanted to put on a performance really today. That was the biggest biggest thing for us. And I'll be honest with you, a little bit disappointed we've not come away with three or four lads were outstanding. We've given two silly mistakes away, two mistakes from our point of view. And you can't come in and do that. So to show the character that we have, to show the character, to stick in there, to come back and obviously take a point from the game is, is really good for us. And it's something we can take in now to the end of the season. Interim Manchester United manager Ralph Rangnick apologised for what he described as a humiliating 4-0 drubbing by Brighton, ending their faint hopes of playing in the Champions League next season. I don't think that it's in the first instance a, a, a problem of individual quality. I mean, we showed that in other, in other games when we beat Tottenham at home, West Ham at home, when we won at Leeds. It's a problem of energy, and this again is also a problem of playing together and, and defending together as a team. And this, is, uh, this was the, the biggest problem that we had today. It's advantage Milwaukee and Golden State in the NBA playoffs. The Golden State Warriors were all over the Memphis Grizzlies in Game 3 of their second round series. Steph Curry led the way with 30 points in the 142-112 to win. The Warriors lead the series 2-1. In the East, the Milwaukee Bucks have a 2-1 series lead over the Boston Celtics after a nail-biting 103-101 victory. Giannis Antetokounmpo top-scored for the defending champions with 42 points. He made it clear after the game the Bucks can play tough against their opponents. It's playoff basketball, and it's going to be a little bit more physical, but... Um... You know, if you're about that, you're about that. If you're not, you're going to shy away from it. But uh, I don't think any of our teammates, you know, um, shy away from it. And that's all your news from RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by a journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new experience.